At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Morning all, and welcome to Sunday Q&A. Um, before we start, I just want to quickly say, I went through messages the other day. I never, ever, I haven't got Messenger. I'm not a messenger. I'm not on Facebook. I, I basically use, um, we use the email for the testimonials, but any comments, please put them in, just on the comments under videos. Go to YouTube, because there's like a million things in messages of people going, I've got a question, I've got a question. I never see them. So if you don't, if you put something in Messenger or you throw it to me on the email, there's a good chance. A guy did ask me a question on the email the other day, which I thought was a testimonial. Thought I must remember to answer that. Went back to try and find the email. It's gone. The best way to get to me on the Sunday Q and A, or just in general, stick it in the comments because every day before I do every sort of Saturday or Friday, whenever I do it, I'll go through all of the comments and I can answer questions. So if you have tried to get to me, go, that P, he's ignoring. Hey, Barry, that geezer, he's ignoring me. He's git. I didn't see it. So that's the first thing, please. Um, secondly, big hello to Liam Boyd. Hello, mate. We was in Hatfield by the roundabout. He, he comes past, he's tooting me. Ah, oh, he just he says, uh, watch the channel, thanks very much. Yeah, I think I will. And then I pulled out in front of a car. The kick down didn't kick in quick enough. Like, I'm going, hello, Liam. Oh, hello. I see all the things coming a bit quick. It was fine. Um, and, of course, the big news this week. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Sorry, I've got a bit of a cold. Neptune Courier says, so reading between the lines, does it mean that the potentially nefarious Peter Coth will be making appearance on the Beeb? Anybody watch the final of Interior Design Masters this Wednesday? The child was back on. She got back. She got back on by a banjo. And um, as Nick, a London creative, said, "You made a brief appearance on the show. Thankfully, I didn't blink. Yeah, I was on the telly. I was on national TV, primetime national TV, for one second. <laughs> Andy War, I think it was Andy Warhol, said uh, in the future." Everybody is going to have 15 minutes of fame. If this is true, I've still got 14 minutes and 59 seconds left, so there's something to look forward to. Anyway, I'm not going to let the fact that I've been on the TV 
and I'm now obviously clearly very famous, go to my head. So on with the Q&A. So where's my glasses? <laughs> I actually bought these from Amazon, especially for the game. How sad is that? And they really dig into your cheeks. They look quite, ow, you don't wear these to a fancy dress party. You, you're going to take them off within five minutes with blood pouring down your face. You look like a vampire. No, they don't have blood down their face. Though. Right, so, where are we? Oh, well, yeah, and a bit I can see now. Uh, I had to do all that without the glasses. And I can see a little bit. These are very, very mild. I think they're like a 0.5 or a 1, but it makes a difference. Um, Shane Hardy says, takes another great video. That was when I was delivering. Right? I, I, that was in Alice. She's gone now because I shot it last year and I couldn't tell anybody because we're not allowed to. Um, Shane Hardy says, hi, Pete. Another great video. Thanks, Shane. Uh, Given your money a subscribe because everyone loves a subscriber. So that's, I really appreciate that. Like I say, my kid's kind of doing it. She's more of an Instagram thing. She's interior designer, but they all have to do the social media stuff now to promote themselves. But she has got a YouTube channel. So if you know someone who watches the show or watch the show or likes that kind of thing, might not be for you, but I'll do a link to her channel. Everybody loves a subscriber and, you know, it just helps the kid along a little bit. She's trying out so hard and I really appreciate it. So, right, anyway. Okay. Testimonials. Clive Littlewood was kind enough to stick us a testimonial in, um, which is brilliant. It was actually quite long and it's also really good to see it from the point of view of a shipper. A couple of things that he, he said I thought were very enlightening. A couple of things like, like the e-quotes thing. He doesn't do the equates. He said, I hate to when people phone, but the problem I've got is from my personal point of view. I understand it from a shipper's point of view, the equates. But from a driver's point of view, it's made a difference to me. So it really is horses for courses on that one. But I appreciate you, uh, Clive, taking the time out to do it. Um, Jane Hardy again says, um, nice to hear a testimonial from a shipper local to me. Um, also a shipper that aims to pay quickly. So Shane actually works for, got, got a couple of these actually. Um, he says, Clive's firm, I don't know if there's road road, so I can't remember now. Um, good firm. Also, um, Ganesh Bashira says, I can say it with all confidence that they are good people to work with. I have done small van, medium van and Luton van jobs with them and Clive is a good one. And that's Ganesh at Tavas Express. So yeah, I really, he, sounded, he sounds like a decent guy, like, you know, and it's at the time, which I appreciate. So, um, C11 Yan, uh, the shipper, he says, I'm surprised, and bear in mind, I'll just read this. Um, it's surprising or is it disappointing that even with 80k a month turnover, he can't cost effectively keep his own vans on the road. Just goes to show it's all about margin and move on. You can disrupt and take business away from vendors like this by having your own true fleet of vans tailored with your customer specific needs. I run a small courier company and the local big boys with their sign written vans, it's all smoke and mirrors. Not their vans, but the sign written, but sign writing and customers, sign writing and customers get wise to it. The biggest courier company in our town has one loot and van. I have three small world people talk. Now I know what you're saying here. But I have to say, in Clive's defence, he did run vans, and then they worked out as a business model, it actually worked out better for them not to run vans. I also know that one of the biggest firms on the CX that claims to have thousands and thousands of vans doesn't have a single one. It's all CX bastard. And I, I think an argument can be made for both sides. I think if, it depends on who your customer base is. If you've got very specific customers where you're doing the same job like we have with metros, like we have with, like... Um, other local firms where you can actually you they can see the same guy rock up every day and you have a drink a cup of coffee talk to the boys that's nice if you have a lot of single independent customers that um 
post very, very rarely, then arguments can be the other way. I always say, and I say it all along, I don't presume to tell anybody what to do. You guys do you. So whatever works best for you. Uh, Van on the run. He says, good to hear from a shipper's point of view. Someone, clearly someone who's willing to move with the times, as there has been a lot of change in the world since he started trading. Interesting point about backloads. He said, as far as I'm concerned, all jobs on the CX are a backload rate, and as it's um, also contracting work. Uh, I don't get why people go in way cheaper than the going rate home, unless they had their own customers on the way out so they can afford to. But even they are selling themselves short. I would say £10 an hour, and he said, I would say £10 an hour for waiting time in any size van these days is not sufficient. I asked £15, as it's not just the driver's time is being paid for, it's the standing cost of the vehicle too. Many people say I'm too cheap too. And he, again, Clive has come back on this one, and he said, yeah, as a, um, I think you're right, re referencing waiting time, long while since I reviewed it, and the time has increased. So again, the guy's come in and he's got good point. I'll address that one, and just face it, £10 an hour waiting time's no good, is it? You get £8 for stacking, £8, is it, minimum wage is £8.80 or more now, I think. So you're paying someone minimum wage, as like Van Allen runs, it's not just for them to stand there, but for their vehicle too. So, and also it's time, time out of their day that could be spent doing work to earn real money, but he said he's going to like um, address that one. Like I say... We do the testimonials. If you've got a testimony, if you want to tell me what it's like for you as a shipper or you as an Amazon driver or you as your life on the CX, how it worked out brilliantly or how it was an absolute disaster, my email address is petercoath, which is C-O-A-T-H, at live.co.uk. Send me an email or write it in the comments. These are the ways you'll get to me. If you've got a question and you put it in the email, I can't guarantee I'm going to see it because I'll see it but then I won't remember to go back to it when I start making my list on, on like a Friday. So that, I'd say the best way to get to me is stick it in the comments, please. Thank you. Right. I did one about, because um, Tiffy asked me, how to search jobs going for your home location. I think because he's based down in Cornwall, I think he'd like to see what kind of jobs there are coming back to Cornwall, the idea being you might be able to get yourself a local firm that sends you here, there and everywhere, and you can see what chance you have of getting jobs coming back. Neptune Curious, do you like the video? He said, but as you say, you're on small fleet. Those options aren't a basic option, but thanks anyway. Like, you know, uh, yeah, I know, because when I used to have, I, I, see, I, I know that they've changed the app since I've had it, because I've been on small fleet now since we took the thing on, so a couple of years. Um, so I didn't know whether they'd actually re-modified the normal, the, the, the owner drivers app, so you can see jobs going home. Clearly they haven't. Clearly they should have done. Um, but there is the other option. I wouldn't say it's worth, don't upgrade the small fleet. I don't know how much it costs, but don't give them any more money. They take charge enough as it is. Um, but um, there is the other option, which is, and I've done a video on it and I'll do a link because I believe it's one of the most important videos because when I was on the owner driver app, I was seeing jobs ping up on the owner driver app and then sold. Also, once I twigged onto the fact that you could log onto the mobile version, I was like, what done me is I was once over in Lincoln Way. No jobs coming up, nothing comes out of Lincoln. And I remember a little voice in the back of my head, something Tony said, he said, you want to log on to the, um, the desktop version, but you don't even, you know, the proper one, but you don't, you can do the mobile version. So I tried it, I got on, there were three jobs coming out of Lincoln, which didn't show on the, um, 
and they own a drive app, and I don't know why. Also, I swear that when I started as well, I mean, I just use Smallfleet now, I don't even bother with the, um, the logon bit, but I swear that the jobs were coming up, and the C- I've spoke to CX about this, because it's a long time ago, I, was, I just spoke to them, um, and they said, no, it's not true. They both go on both apps at the same time, but I swear it was appearing on the desktop before it was appearing on the owner drivers, but I say, there is a link, try it. Do your way. Um, Van on the run says, and here's the point he makes. He says, it's interesting to see a higher level subscription gets you. Um, I only have the poverty level spec, so sorry about that. <laughs> poverty level spec, it's not that bad. Um, so I don't have the search tab. Like you say, I just log into my account through Google Chrome. However, I select the desktop version, not the mobile version. As I found some of the functionality is missing from the mobile version. I suppose the other answer is get yourself like um, a Bluetooth wired up, um, a cheap sort of desktop tablet type thing, and then you can pull the desktop up, pull over, open, you know, right, I've done my job, sit in a lay-by, open the desktop up, look on that. It's a pain. I found the mobile version, when I was doing it, the mobile, that's what I would just do, I'd log on the mobile version. The other thing about the mobile version, which isn't as good as the, the, owner, the, the owner driver app, is you have to keep refreshing it yourself. It doesn't auto-refresh. Was the only driver app new jobs being up with a mobile version? You have to keep pressing refresh, 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 refresh. Like you know. Ugh. Anyhow, hope some of that helps. Right. Also, we came back. We did one last week on e quotes only. Johnny Van Courier says, um, "Hello, mates. Hope that was a well person. You have got a bit of a cold, but it's fine." Um, he said, "I've never called a quote in. Ninety percent of uh, small van stuff in my area." It's stated as don't call. Probably is. Um, even the stuff that's not written in the notes is e-quotes only. So I don't, perhaps I'm missing out, but if I really want a job, I make the point loud and clear in the price I give. And I seem to do okay, even as a part-timer, with very um, little 90-day feedback. Shippers can see the profile. I've got good pictures of a nice clean van, and they have all the updated documents. I think it's not that different to spam. No one wants it. But the spammer occasionally gets a sale. Okay, cheers, JBC. So it's Johnny Van Curry. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I very, do I e-quote? I, I mainly e-quote a ring occasionally if I really want the job. It might be different with trucks. They might have less quotes because they're trucks. If it's vans, they might have 30 quotes. If it's trucks, there might be four. They tend to be more inclined to listen to you. I don't know. It's, I'm out of vans now. I'm, you know, I am what I am. But, um, Thanks very much for the feedback anyway. Mike Saunders says, the main thing is to put your ETA. So many people don't. Price and feedback are important, but I need to know how long for you collect. If someone calls me when I put e-quotes only, I do get irritated. But if they start with, I'm only calling because I'm driving and I cannot quote online, I'd be more likely to listen further. And that is the biggest problem with e-quotes only, is the fact that we have an app that is designed for drivers who drive... And it says e-quotes only. It is a bit counterintuitive. And it's something, if anyone at the CX is listening, it's something they should listen to. Maybe with Google Assistant and stuff, there might be a way that you could actually put a little microphone on it so you could click the button so you could actually dictate your e-quote. You know, I will quote this much for this job. I am currently clearing, da 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 da, da. I have straps and blankets. You know, please call, da da da, da and press. What I also would do is I'll put something in the notes um, I'd have like a, a, in my, on my phone. I'd have a little thing, a little spiel 
sort of set up, which is I have a pallet truck, I have a towel lift, I have straps, I have blankets, you know, that kind of stuff. And I used to cut, I'd copy and paste it. So on the notes, you could just touch it, press paste and press send. And At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All your information would be there. Something to think about. <coughs> Sorry. Cold. They're irritating. Steve at SDC Services said, and I think, like, again, this is been saying this is an issue for ages. Microphone guys are something. There's got to be another way around it. I can understand. Like I say, from a driver's point of view, phoning can be easier. And sometimes the only way you can get to do it, kick the button, hands free, hello, I'll tell you all about it. I haven't got time to sit and write all this. I'm on a motorway and I can't. Um, from a ship's point of view, you know, I'm a 30 course. There's got to be an answer. Right, on to the wise guys now. James um, Colvin says, right, hello, wondering if you can help. I had an at-fault accident in my car and I'm thinking about going for an HGV license. Would I have to declare this to prospective employers and what would my chances of getting hired? Cheers. Um, well, I got Godzilla's answer this, so I'm going to give you Godzilla's answer, which is as he, as he said it. He said, if they ask, let them know. As it's a car, it won't make any difference as it's not a business policy. They will not be better or worse off if they ask or if not. So tell them if they ask. So basically saying, if they ask, tell them. If they don't ask, don't volunteer it. Um, however, as, new, as a new start, the jobs will require to have at least um, six months on your card. And this is your main issue. To get over this impossible hurdle, throw yourself at the mercy of agencies and the big guns like XPO. They don't mind as much the lack of experience and places like Stobarts have trainers in-house who will run with you for a few days, which is the most valuable information, most valuable education you could ever get in this trade. So, Godzillas, thanks very much for the response. And, James, I hope that helps. And good luck moving forward, my friend. Um, Mohamed Piran Piran says, um, hi Pete, your videos are very useful, thank you. Uh, a piece of advice if you can, for a medium wheelbase van, 
for courier delivery jobs, which one is worth the, which one is worth getting your experience? All wheel drive, front wheel drive, rear wheel drive might go for the crafter or the sprinter. In my experience, um, I love sprinters. They add a lot more room in the cab than transits. They're dearer to go on the parts. I've always loved Mercs. I might be getting a Merc. Might be. Might be swapping. We'll see. Um, as far as all-wheel drive, front-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive, doesn't really matter. Um, I, I think most fans of front-wheel drive. Now, all-wheel drive can be a problem when you actually have to change the clutch over because you sometimes have to rip everything out to get to it because it's a pain. But um, I, I don't think the rear-wheel drive really matters. I think the van will find you. Just get an idea of what you want. So you, so you want a, a sprinter or a crafter. You want a medium wheelbase. Start looking with that. But start looking at all medium wheelbases and it will jump out at you. And it will be the one that says it will be cheaper than the others with low, lower mileage than the others. And it will go, you know, get around the corner or not too far away. And you go, that's the one for me. You just basically, I think it's a bit like what you do is you give yourself a search radius within a budget and the kind of van you want. Look at all of them. And one or two of them on there will be that this is the one for you. And you go, that's it. That's how it works. Uh, right, on trucks. Lee Westcott says, sounds like it's three and a half tons either way. It depends. Um, as I've said, it's different for me because I'm not just trying to run as a one-man band. I've, I've, I've got an aim. I'm trying to move on. So I'm prepared to get involved in transport managers and trucks and inspections and, you know, all, all that kind of parking and all that kind of aggro. That's fine by me. Driver's cards, all that, I'm fine by me because I've got a plan. If it's just you, three and a half ton Luton with a tail and a curtain side you can earn decent money with no grief no cards no inspections you know it's, it's no no worry about parking end of the day you do you and some and the subject to someone who is doing him Godzilla's is in the world of trucks now. He said, thanks for the kind words. Mate, thank you for all your contributions. Honestly, I appreciate it. He said, in a time when I'm wondering if I'm in the middle of a massive brain, can't say that word, you have no idea how something so simple helps. That is, mate, it's nothing. Uh, trucks paid for and added to the O license. Parking is arranged to start on the second. Insurance quote's been done with BCD. If they take it out with you, I'm sure you'll get the 50 quid by mentioning yourself. Yep, yeah, well, you know you've got to tell them when you ring them. Doesn't matter, but they don't care. Um, even bought some new straps as it occurs. I don't have many suitable. Now just play out, hunt out the transport manager. Um, and servicing should be on the road. There was that guy on messages. Was There was a guy who asked about transport. If anyone knows how to go about getting a transport manager, please leave it in the comments. I think this is one that does occur quite a lot, actually. Um, mate, well done. Cool. You've been jumping. I like trucks. Trucks is two jobs a day, not three jobs a day. So less hunting for jobs, less trying to find locations. It's much more fought on, fought off. Um, and you've just got more space. You're sitting around, you know, you've just got more room in the cab light. I'm going to say it's not more room in the day cab of um, 55 than there was in the Sprinter. But if you've actually got a bed, you've just got more room. It's just nicer. So good luck, my friend. And any problems, you know where we are. That strikes me, you're the one solving the problems, not creating. Um... Right, Sally Ferev says, he says, he joined the videos, uh, can I ask your advice? I'm waiting for my O license. Is it worth buying a 12-ton lorry over 7.5-ton lorry, or is it better to get an 18-ton? Thanks in advance, um, Sally Ferev. Right, given the choice, that's a tricky one. 
Um, I would say 18 ton all the way. Because jobs fall into categories in the CX. If you're in a Luton, you'll also end up doing extra long wheelbase jobs and long wheelbase jobs. If you're in um, an 18 ton truck, you'll also end up doing 12 ton jobs and 7.5 ton jobs because they're all similar prices. I don't ever quote on Luton jobs. It's weird. Unless, literally, I'm in Southampton, there's absolutely nothing, and I go on, and there's a looting job going from Southampton to Dunstable, because I always figure that I might drive five miles down the road and a truck job will ping up. And a truck job is worth double money. Truck jobs are £2.50 to £3 a mile. Looting jobs are £1.10 to £1.50, £1.80 a mile, depending on how lucky you get. Um, so I would find the, the frustrating thing is now, and the thing is, if you've got a 12 tonne, there will be times when you're in the 12 ton and a 12 ton job will ping up. They do ping up. Not so often, but they do ping up. Sometimes people list 12 ton jobs as 18 ton jobs. You could even ring up and go, how heavy is it? I think I can carry it. The disadvantage you've got is you've got um, more diesel, heavier type truck, and you can't go through seven and a half ton areas. Some jobs in seven and a half tons, you can, they will specifically want a seven and a half ton, so six and one and a half does the other. So ideally, I would say either go, I've got 18 ton if you can. And if it's between a 7.5 or a 12, I would say look at the truck. If, like I said before, when you're buying a van, there's a 12 ton truck there, but it's immaculate and it's done very low miles and it's very cheap, go for that. But otherwise, pick the 7.5, you know. But ideally, you really want, you want an 18 ton curtain side tuck under tail. That's the way forward. And that neatly bridges on the miscellaneous. So stuff at the bottom of the kettle. Yeah. That's what happens when you live in an area for chalky water. Right, miscellaneous. Adding the real Sim Shady says, um, hello mate, good to speak to you as well. Um, sleeping in laybys. He said, I was in Hastings last week and I had a job for the next day in Eastbourne, so I stayed at a campsite. <laughs> this is Adrian from Milgen. Never thought of that before. Particularly with the summer coming up, you could potentially go, well, you know, I put a tent in the back. Then again, now I live in the lorry with a bed in the back, I sleep in the camp. Um, well, no, I haven't got a bed in the back, but I might be getting it. I might be. I'm not sure. We're, the Merc broke down, and it was off the road for three days. First of all, Mercedes couldn't even find the part on their um, on their spec. It was a speed sensor thing, speed sensor. But it was on Amazon. Al found it on, on eBay, found it straight away, but we went into Merc's, couldn't find it. Then we finally had to put them out to diagnose it, and it was something to do with... Um, the ch oh, I can't remember now, the automatic change. There was some part which was linked to another really expensive part, so it cost us over a grand for the part, despite the fact the bit that was broken isn't the expensive bit that we had to replace. But it's now working again. And Al says, I can't be having the truck off the road for, it was nearly a week. Broke down on Monday morning. We didn't get it back on the road until Friday. He said, I'm just going to party it for a DAF. Because DAFs are easy to... Um, they're easy to diagnose. The parts are readily available. They're cheap to repair. I thought it was a way to And I said, if you want a part, if you want to swap it for a DAF, you can swap it for my DAF. Because my DAF's actually a good truck. It's only done 280,000 miles. It's a good, tidy truck. Nothing wrong with it. And he went, okay. So I'm just going to wait and see if the driver's happy with it. Because I don't want to, I know he's my driver and I can, it's my company. At the same time, it's his lorry. And, you know, if he really wants, if he really, I'll have to speak to him and see what he says. But hopefully, I might be getting to work. I've always wanted to work. I've only came in, I went, I want that one. <laughs> um, Right, uh, Leachy001 says, 
Having just started on the CX, I feel some of the payment terms are a Mickey take. 45 days from the end of each month is not right. I'm sure the shipper will want paying from their client ASAP or probably do the job or before the job goes out. Would be good to know the reasons why it takes so long to get paid. We'll do one on that. The thing you've got to bear in mind, Leachy, is the fact that um, the CX is just a linking platform. It, it, all it does is put potential van, van drivers, couriers, um, in touch with people that have got jobs for them. But they don't have anything to do with how much the people that put the jobs forward for, how what arrangement they have with their customers, how quickly they get paid. Some of them might say get paid for their customers in a week. Some of them might have to wait 60 days. It, it, there's, no, there's no sort of... Um, regulating framework between the job and they're just going they go look we've got some jobs would you like them? we've got some jobs i know some guys with some jobs do you want some jobs this is this job this is this job you look at it and, oh, that job's nice that job doesn't get paid you you can look at the terms of payment and go sometimes something else we used to do is in the early days i'd look at the job and if the job you know paid in 90 days i just wouldn't take it god i'll wait in three months of my money just stuff I'll go and do another job instead. But yeah, you are right. I might try and do that in a video on its own, although we're backing up a bit. So, Also, Jeremy Hawke says, um, he said, we are not on the CX, but I obviously know about it. In support of the CX, I will say that it does get some bad press. Those that, that winch and complain about it should not be running a business in the industry. The CX should not be providing your main work, but you should be getting lucrative return loads. Ideally, that's exactly what it's supposed to be for. Exactly what the site is for, yeah, as he says. If you are depending on the CX for your main work, it is not working, then it's your fault. The truth of the matter is, Jerry, we get a lot of our work off the CX, but what was kind of... Um, morphed into is the fact that you know, we know a lot of local courier companies and they've all got their own vehicles but you're not going to have like 10 trucks and only run for if you've got a firm that um wants four lorries every day you run four lorries you don't run eight and have four of them sitting there but then one day that firm rings you up and they go oh we need five today we've got a bit extra that's when they ring us we're kind of the overflow firm, and that's where we've kind of fit our niche, and I'm very happy with it. So working okay for us. He also, oh, Jeremy also goes on to say, Pete, you often touch on vehicle hire. I don't think it's for the subcontractor. Um, here are my costs. Um, two Peugeot boxes, uh, 1,100 per month each. We are running the flat out... Um, for our end user customers, offer with full pay return loads. So it makes sense for me... Um, we always have new vans with no drama because he's got he's got customers which is like nailed on. So you can work out what's coming in and what's going out, which is the way forward. If you can do it, brilliant. Well done, you jury. Um, so it makes sense to me. We always have new vans with no drama. Things should things ever get tough down here in Devon, I would not hesitate to swap them out for old four grand sprinters. No problem with the option either. So thanks very much for um, yeah for the input as always. Lovely, like I say. The child was on the show. I hope you enjoyed it. They did say in the final, I almost didn't watch it because I got the needle. They said that she wasn't going to be in it much. And then I started watching it and it turned out to be the Molly show. So, yeah, we're very, very proud of her. So, anyway, and in conclusion this week, uh, Charles Layton says, off topic, mate, where did you get your glasses? I absolutely love them. Amazon. They were about £5.30, but they really do dig into your cheeks. <laughs> I paid a chink for these. I'm going to get the gag twice. <coughs> In all honesty, they were Amazon. Um, they were about a tenner. They ain't there. Um, and I don't know what, she, what Lisa typed in 
National Health Glasses, Michael Caine Glasses, Alfie Glasses, I don't know, but they literally were, they looked like that. I have tried to pester my wife to see if she can find them, because she bought them a while ago, and get the link, and she does what everybody does in my life. They go, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Then nothing happens, and I have to do it myself. <laughs> Still, it's not about life, is it? So that's it. Enjoy your bank holiday, everybody. Have a wonderful time in the lack of sunshine, because it's cloudy all the time, boring weather. And when it all comes back, Take care. Take one. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker. Engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.